0: Hello world, my name is Harmony and I am a medical cannabis patient here to educate you about medical cannabis. Today, there are more methods to consume cannabis than your friend's knockout brownies and your Gatorade bong. We are going to go over the various methods of cannabis consumption and their effects. Smoking. This is the most common way to consume cannabis. You can do it from a handpipe, which is easy to carry around with you. And most of the time you get a smaller bowl so you don't consume as much cannabis. Usually used for one session. However, there is no percolation and because the stem is pretty short, you can get harsher hits and scooby snacks. One session handpipes usually leave you feeling a calm buzz but nothing crazy. Water pipes or bongs are another way to consume cannabis. The water filters out the carcinogens and other things in the smoke, as well as those scooby snacks. The bowls on bongs are usually much bigger, so you can share with a friend or you can use it to smoke throughout the day. Bongs are more hard hitting. You still cough because the amount of you consume in one hit and you usually get a lot higher than your other traditional methods. Joints and blunts are the other staple classic, usually rolled in paper, tobacco, or hemp wraps. It is an art and a skill to be able to roll, let me tell you. The sizes and effects can differ from what kind of wrapping you use. If it's a regular size paper, you're most likely going to feel the same effects as a handpipe. If you use tobacco, there's going to be some cross-feeding. I don't consume tobacco or nicotine, so I cannot speak on their effects. If you use a hemp wrap, it might be flavored, and if the hemp is CBD, it's going to calm down the THC high. And obviously... The bigger and fatter the joint, the higher you're going to get. Vaporizers. Vaporizing cannabis is relatively new. However, it is promising for individuals who can't who do, or do not want to smoke but still need quick relief. It also cuts back on inhaling potential toxins in smoke and not just a water filter that kind of filters them out. There is also less smell when you're vaporizing, which can be good for people who live in apartments. There are vaporizers that are for dry herb, meaning your everyday flower. There are vaporizers for concentrates and there are vaporizers that claim to do both. Now, in my opinion, I'm not sure about the logistics on vaporizers that can do both flower and concentrate, as all of them seem to be better at one than the other. For me, vaporizing seems to get me higher than smoking in the event of a clean all-body high. Smoking is more immediate, but it tends to be more cerebral high for me, and it isn't medically as relieving as vaporizing is. Now, when you talk about vaporizing, dabbing is also part of this category if you don't go with a portable concentrate vape you can get a cord banger and a torch and consume concentrates through your piece there's also e-nails which is the same as a portable vape except it's more for desktop to use e-nails are incredibly expensive though and so are some of the more popular wax vaporizers out there such as puff coal or dr. dabber which can be a real downside when you're considering health reasons. However, there are plenty of pens on the market that are way cheaper than the trendy stuff. Oral methods. Now, we all know what edibles are, but there are more options out there than your blast your ass brownies. Tinctures are getting more popular, especially in the CBD market, Tinctures are basically an extracted THC or CBD concentrate and into an alcohol-based liquid. This would be sub, a sublingual, so the effects are not as fast as inhaling, but they are not as slow as edibles. They are way more, there are way more CBD than THC tinctures on the market, but there are some THC tinctures out there. It is important to note here that anything concentrated or extracted, unless there is a testing proof of full spectrum, you're not going to get a whole plant medical vibe. Meaning, because some terpenes or other cannabinoids are stripped in the extracting method, you're going to have less benefits than you would with flour or full spectrum extracts. There is still relief. It's just not as well-rounded. Oils are something that's lesser known and, from my research, a lot more expensive. It's basically a high concentrate without the solvent, so what's left is this really thick oil that is either put in pills or a medicine pusher. You could cook it if you wanted to, but it's usually used for chronic patients who need relatively quick relief. Edibles are the classic that people love or are scared of but now you can make any food and edible. There are also microdose edibles on the market that go from three to five milligrams up to 10 milligrams, which is the standard dose people are recommended to take. Baked goods and anything with butter tend to sit on in two hours and last up to four hours. However, there is such a thing as edible drinks which can set on in 30 minutes and can last up to 2 to 3 hours. Oral, con- oral consumption is seen as the healthiest to consume cannabis. However, it does last longer and it has a bigger punch to it, so and it seems to increase your tolerance very fast. Some people love that some people don't like that. Some people can't have that. It all depends on your preference and why you're consuming. <clears throat> topicals. These seem to be gaining popularity as well. Topicals are CBD or THC based creams sometimes infused with mint to provide local relief. And even with the THC topicals, they won't get too high. Now, I personally don't like them because they don't work for me. My pain can be localized, but usually it's a much deeper pain than what topicals can offer me. And I'm usually in pain all over my spine, not just in one spot. I would recommend topicals for headaches or sore muscles or something for after a workout for like uh, hand arthritis. But I wouldn't really recommend it for chronic patients. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you learned something today. If you liked it, tell your friends, tell your patients, tell your bartenders, tell your grandmothers. Let's educate the masses together. And if you really like what I do here, consider being a monthly supporter. If you have comments, topics you want me to speak on, Anything you'd like to say regarding the podcast, send me a voice message. The link should be in this in the description. I would love to hear from you.